Hey y'all, good morning, afternoon, or night, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, I'm Hayes Jones, and we're going to be talking a little bit about Mr. Beast and some of the tax implications of the silly things that he does. And so here are our other hosts. I'm Haley. I'm Anna Claire. I'm Eddie. That's us. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about who Mr. Beast is first. So Mr. Beast, his real name is Jimmy Donaldson. He's obviously a YouTuber and he's their top philanthropist at just 24 years old. He started YouTube in 2012 at just 13 and has grown to 135 million subscribers on his main channel since then and he has four other channels that all have over 10 million subscribers each. His first video was him counting to 100,000 and started with a lot of gaming videos and challenges, but now he's more widely known for extreme giveaways and is considered the pioneer of YouTube giveaways and clickbait and he knows how to get people to click on a video and has accomplished this by giving away extreme amounts of money and extreme prizes, things like cars, a private island, private jet, surgeries, millions of dollars, crazy things. Um, he has an LLC called Beast Holdings LLC and this is what he gives his gifts away through. Um, his prize. It's also, he has a 501c3 charitable organization, which is called Beast Philanthropy. And this is more centered around his efforts towards feeding hungry and housing the homeless. And for a lot of these videos, his LLC partners with sponsors because all kinds of companies want to work with him. And it also helps cover the cost of a lot of giveaways. And one more thing on the LLCs, he has one called Feastables that's a chocolate company. And if you stay tuned, you'll get to hear our honest reviews when we try the chocolate with a special guest. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's Mr. Beast's net worth? Um, it's estimated to be between 100 and $500 million. Wow. wow. And his channels combined are estimated to be worth well over a billion dollars. That's crazy. <sighs> um, yeah, so Mr. Beast does lots of crazy things. Um, and so for the past few months, we've been thinking about the prizes that he gives away and what the tax implications of that are. Um, and so we really looked at what the differences are between giving a gift or a prize. Um, and so in the Internal Revenue Code, Section 102 says that um, a gift is proceeds from a detached <coughs> and disinterested generosity out of affection, respect, admiration, charity, or like impulses. So um, this is really the only guidance on what a gift is. But so for Mr. Beast specifically, um, because he's a YouTuber, he's uploading all of his content of any sort of charity. And so it's not detached and disinterested, right? Like he's getting AdSense off of all of the YouTube videos um, so basically none of his gifts or charitable acts we think would count as a gift, right? They'd all be prizes. And so, um, the recipient of the gift or not the gift, the prize, um, would pay the tax or Mr. Beast could help them out or give them the cash equivalent of the prize that they might've received. And you could argue that if he were to just walk up to a homeless person and give them money right and give them a hundred thousand dollars and not record it not publicize it then that could potentially be a gift mm -hmm. yeah. but because he profits on everything that he does then again going back to that disinterested generosity he 
he benefits, and so technically, like, it is a prize because of that. And when we say everything, we mean everything in relation to his YouTube channel, like his hashtag Team Trees project, where him and his team are trying to grow 20 million trees. That is its own separate foundation at this point. It's not even related to his YouTube content. And so when we are referring to these prizes, we're referring to everything that's happening on the channel for all of these individuals to see. Yeah, that's the same with the charitable organization. Um, when he works a lot with the hungry and homeless, he doesn't record that kind of stuff either. So. Mm -hmm. And with the gift taxes, I think there's an exemption of like $14,000 this year of gift giving. So like if you were to give $100,000, I think only 14000 of it would be tax free or like tax mm -hmm. exempt. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about gifts and prizes. It's a little bit complicated, but in general... We think that, for the most part, Mr. Beast's um, content is taxed by, like, the prizes are taxed um, from the recipient, not Mr. Beast himself. And so, um, to continue off that thought, it's also important to kind of understand how Mr. Beast operates his channels, because his YouTube channels are, of course, they're operated like a business. He has said himself in interviews that he has a CEO that's running... A lot of the background work while he's more of the face and the creative of, of the channel and the way YouTube channels work is mostly through ad revenue through something called CPM. <coughs> CPM stands for cost per impressions which is basically how much money YouTube pays per 1,000 views that a, that a video gets and so Mr. Beast is estimated CPM is $20 so if you take for example his Squid Games video which has 388 million views in AdSense alone, he's estimated at $7.7 million, which obviously sounds insane until you hear in another interview that he spent over $4 million alone to create that video. So if a video doesn't get these insane numbers of views, he's not gonna be making those big money profits. He has said himself in multiple interviews that he's had quite a few videos take losses because his quote himself, these channels, this channel specifically referring to his main channel, doesn't cost a lot of money to run. So this is like, you know, most of it is just pure profit, which is what I ran into with like my channel because I kept taking the videos bigger, bigger, and bigger. And it got to a point where they weren't really profitable. Like I was losing money every video. So it's also important to note that these losses can potentially offset other income he's getting mm -hmm. either through these prizes or through even his other um, LLCs. And it's also important to know that he's not necessarily paying for these prizes 100% of the time. He sponsors with lots of companies in his video. So it's not entirely certain who is paying these taxes, um, Mr. Beast himself or these sponsors. Mm -hmm. And I watched a video um, where he was talking kind of what you were saying about he's okay with operating at losses because his other channels that he started operate out of profit for the most part. Um, and so operating at a loss for his main channel is reducing his overall tax burden for that channel. And he doesn't really mind doing that because he is making a profit with all of the other channels and LLCs and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I know he has like lots of other channels. There's like Beast Reacts where he just like watches videos and reacts mm -hmm. to them. So it's like super simple content yeah. costs like zero dollars. Um, and they get, they all get millions of views. So it's like purely profit, like doesn't cost anything. Um, and then I think he also has a separate kind of like charity channel as well gaming. as gaming. And yeah. then I think he has like channels where he dubs the videos in different languages. So there's like 
Mr. Beast Espanol, I think. I didn't know that. Um, something like that. But so pretty much all the other channels are purely profit, right? We would like to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Feastables, a chocolate company by Mr. Beast himself. And today we have a special guest, Miss Colby Lakis. Hey! Woo! To try out some of the chocolate with us. So we're going to start out with the original chocolate. Mm. Um, I believe this is a dark chocolate. I hope oh. so. This is like you get. Okay. You get. Are we first all picks? taking bites at yeah. the yes. same time? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. All right. Here you go. Okay. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Only four ingredients. I just don't like dark chocolate. You yeah. know what you're eating at least. It's interesting that they have a dark chocolate because I wouldn't think kids would like this. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not. That's it's true. very semi sweet. Maybe it's teaching them to be healthy. Really it reminds me of the semi-sweet Cho- chocolate chips. It's real earthy. Mm. It is earthy. Yes. And then yeah. this is the quinoa, quinoa crunch. Well, I guess we did buy it. But. <laughs> quinoa crunch. Quinoa crunch. I love quinoa. This is just the same thing, but with just like little pieces mm. of. Is yeah. that dark chocolate? Yeah. yeah. I guess it's a knockoff of like. Well, I like crunch. 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 Yeah. But healthier because crunchies is rice, right? And yeah, that's milk chocolate. And this, this is dark chocolate. Yeah, I like that this one, one better. And this is the almond chocolate. Okay, perfect. I believe this is also dark. Okay. I need to take a sip of water and cleanse Thank my you. palate. <laughs> it's chocolate. Yeah. Okay, I like that one the best. I like almond the best, definitely too. Definitely my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the quinoa one. I like nuts. I like the With. quinoa one the best. Awesome. No, um, thanks, Feastables, for sponsoring today's podcast. And thank you, um, Mrs. Lakis. Thank for you. It was delicious. For joining thank us you. today. To get into more details about some of the specific videos, we're going to talk about a handful of the videos that are um, standouts or like representative of Mr. Beast's career at large. Um, so one of the videos that stands out is him giving away an island, which is crazy. Um, and so he flew out 100 subscribers to the island where they competed in various challenges. Um, I think it was kind of supposed to be like a parody of Survivor, but anyways... Mm-hmm. Um, and then like they kind of reduced people out and then ultimately there was one winner and they were gifted the entire island. Um, and the market value of that was about $700,000. And so I believe the recipient received the cash value instead of the island itself because you know, what are, what are you going to do with that? Um, but still it's just like representative of kind of the, absurdity of his content at times and ability to give away crazy stuff and in that instance that person receiving the seven hundred thousand dollars would have to pay taxes on that Mm -hmm. because it is a prize and so the tax burden falls on the recipient and there's another example of this in his don't subscribe challenge um one of the participants his youtube name is jack sucks at life (laughs) and he kind of talks about how he won the challenge so he won a hundred thousand dollars and walks through the documents that he had to fill out and he he talks about how he was the one who had to pay taxes and he had to pay taxes on that and he also is a big youtuber so has his own accountant everything to manage all of that so kind of just talked through in his video the um, procedures and steps that his accountant had to follow in order to receive this hundred thousand dollars and so um, yeah anything that people in his videos are getting it's going to be a prize so they're going to have to pay taxes on that 
It's not like, oh, I want $100,000, I can walk away free. Like, you have a tax obligation um, tied to that, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, And it's nice that Jack had someone that could handle that for him, but you think about these people that, like, don't ask to get something given to them, and then they all of a sudden have this tax burden. So it's kind of interesting how that happens. Mm -hmm. You don't Uh, think about that when you watch those videos. And another video that's kind of representative of Mr. Beast's channel is the last to leave pool of $20,000 keeps it. Um, I think I remember most of the people in this video were his close friends who were kind of characters on the channel. I forget their names, but, um, like these types of challenge videos are pretty representative of his channel, especially like a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. It was pretty much exclusively these types of videos. Um, and as the name states, they just kind of sat in a pool of $20,000 and whoever stayed the longest keeps it. Um. And there are lots of other similar similar videos where you like stand in a circle or like hand on the private jet, like things like that. Um, and again, I think it's interesting. Some of them are with his friends and some of them are just random people. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Not, no like crazy tax implications there other than the normal yeah. prize tax. And I think I saw something where like the people he's friends with and the people that work for him when they do stuff like that, like they pay the taxes on it. But like we said, sometimes in the situations where he's giving stuff away to people that it's just random, like he'll help pay for their tax burden. Mm -hmm. But then we also saw this thing where it's like, then it gets taxed further and it's kind of a cycle. What what was that thing you found? It was like... I don't know. I think if... It's um, continuous. Yeah. It's like if you're paying more, then technically the prize is more, which means technically they owe more taxes. So I don't know how... That exactly that would work. Right, him helping. It's technically would be part of the prize because he's the one giving it away. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know if there's a way for him to take responsibility for, like, you know, the tax burden of a prize. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you would just pay enough over what the cash prize was supposed to be, and then when it's taxed, it's like, you know, instead of a hundred thousand dollars, it's like, hundred forty, and then you yeah. get taxed and it goes right. down to. A hundred, and that's what you're left with, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, I might do it like that. It also feels like, you know, it gets a lot easier when it's a cash prize versus yeah. like an optic prize. Like if you're taking mm-hmm. a cash equivalent, you just kind of understand that you may or may not take all of it. Versus with, you know, like you were saying, the island, the tax implications of that are vastly more complicated because mm-hmm. you have you know, your property taxes and obviously maintenance, and you know, how on earth does even owning an island operate? So. I think luckily for him, most of the individuals will take the cash equivalent or the object won't be nearly as expensive, so it'll be a lot more easy to handle from an accounting perspective. True. In one of his other videos, this is pretty interesting, he pays for a thousand people to get cataract surgery who don't have access to the surgery because they don't have insurance. And so it's, it's very interesting because... You know, with a gift, if you directly give the money to a medical institution or an educational institution, then you can bear that tax burden as the giver of the gift. But again, going back to that disinterested generosity, he filmed this video, made money off of it, and so technically it would be classified as a prize. And so then the question is, okay, does this tax burden then fall on the people receiving the surgery or the medical institution? Who paid taxes? Because 
if these people don't have insurance, then they probably don't have money to pay for taxes like for this surgery that they received. Um, and I think Mr. Beast is a good guy and he does things in good faith, but you know, there are tax implications to things. And so it's just interesting because I'm, I feel like if he could take that tax burden away from people, he would, but I don't know how much he's able to do that. Um, and you know, again, like I think I mentioned at the beginning of the video, if he didn't record this at all, didn't publicize it, then it would be a gift. But because he recorded it, made money off of it, then it would technically be a prize. Mm -hmm. And I know I've seen he's received a good bit of criticism for yeah. that video, just like, um, you know, the ethics of, you know, filming charity and being rewarded for it. And like, obviously there are tax implications, but there's also just like real world implications. Um, for sure. But... Yeah, like you said, Mr. Beast definitely in some way is, like, interested in helping people. Um, I know that, like, in his home community in, oh, where is he from? Greenville, North Carolina. Um, not South Carolina. Um, he's, like, very involved in the community. Um, gives, like, to food banks all the time and that kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, well, there's another video that's relevant to that. Kind oh, of. Um, Mr. Beast, kind of following the similar line to the cataract surgeries, Mr. Beast bought out five stores for a YouTube video. And at the end of the video, you can watch, he donates pretty much all of the items he bought. But the video also got 126 million views. Mm -hmm. So clearly he is gaining money on top of that. And along with that, he had a sponsor for the video. So we, as the viewers, have no idea what percentage of the items he bought were bought by him personally or by the sponsor. So, and there's no real, I guess, correct answer to how he is taxed on it, but it is interesting to kind of sit and think about him being like, well, he is technically donating the items, but it's also all for content. So, Did he donate to just one particular organization or just random people? He donated most of the items to one large organization, but throughout the video, if somebody wanted to take an item, they would, but since he's buying now five stores, these little individual items are so immaterial that it doesn't really matter. So then I guess the question is, if this random person just came in and was like, I want this desk, would they be taxed on that? Because like you're saying, it is probably considered immaterial. It's a desk. It's not like it's worth thousands and thousands of dollars. And so would that person technically be taxed on that? Um, and, you know, I think... This is just very, this is a whole realm that we're entering that's just very complicated. And I think there's a lot that we can try to assume based off of what we know and based off of what the Internal Revenue Code says. Um, but at the end of the day, like, this is very complicated and intricate. And, you know, that's why very high up people in accounting are handling this and not <laughs> us. Like, we've not taken our CPA yet, so we're still getting there. But Another interesting, interesting point to note is because Mr. Beast is such a high net worth individual and these companies are very, very profitable, you know, these smart accountants, I'm sure, have found loopholes. That's what, once you get into these really high levels of income, you're kind of, that's kind of what tends to happen. That's what the trend is, unfortunately. And so there might be lots of rules that we don't know about, that we definitely do not know about, that they're taking advantage of. 
And so that's just another factor to consider is that there really is a lot of mystery, as you were saying, mm -hmm. surrounding by exactly how he does mm -hmm. um, his accounting. Mm -hmm. We found one of his accountants on LinkedIn, and we were hoping that he would <laughs> give us some insight, but he didn't connect back with me, so <laughs> it's still a mystery. Yeah, uh, and then one final video, we mentioned it earlier that it's kind of representative of Mr. Beast's channel now, is the Squid Games video, um, and what do you say, it got like 300 million views or something crazy? million views. Wow. Um, insane. But anyways, so like the Squid Games video, I think is representative of his channel now in that like I've watched several videos detailing the process of putting it on. Like you said, it costs like $4 million or something. Um, and it's just like super high production, basically like m mimicking kind of a TV or movie set. Um, and for a YouTuber, that's pretty much unheard of. Um, it's kind of not related, but I watched a video about... Um, the part where they had something like explode on their chest or something. Anyways, um, I watched like the scientists who made the things that like That's exploded so or whatever. Cool. And so like, huh. you know, there's just tons of production value that went into that video. And I imagine that things like that will continue to happen. Obviously like Squid Games was kind of a, a trend from the TV show, but, um, uh, I don't doubt that Mr. Beast will come up with something complicated and high production to do in the future. For sure. Sweet. Um, so thanks y'all for listening to our podcast today. Hope you learned a little something about Mr. Beast and the crazy things he does, as well as the tax implications of those things. Um, yeah. Thanks have for a good, listening. Have a good day. Bye Mr. guys. Beast Bye. <laughs>